I've seen a lot of writers posting in the writing community lately asking whether or not cis writers should write trans characters, and I've seen a lot of opinions about that. So let's talk about it on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie, you might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love. Yeah, today we're going to be tackling a subject that I'm going to make somebody mad, just by talking about it. Not even by the time we get to the answer, which is probably also going to make some people mad, but just the idea, just the temerity of discussing this is going to make somebody angry. Yeah, so if you're not one of those knee-jerk reactionary people who likes this sort of thing and you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. The bigger the community, the more chance we have of communicating with one another. And after all, that's why I do this in the first place. To communicate. Which is what I'm doing here. So... Just so I can get the other half of the knee-jerk reactions out of the way, because there are some people that are upset that I'm even talking about this. Yes, cis writers should write about anybody they want to. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Okay, yeah, so you know it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> it should be, though. This should be the shortest episode I've ever done of any podcast ever? Because the answer is yes. Because when you say, well, a writer can't write something that's not in their direct experience, well, that really gets rid of everything. So we can't talk about historical fiction. That's all got to go. Romantic fiction, well, you can only really write one of those. And that's the love story where you and your significant other got together or you could write a series about the failed relationships that you've had, I guess. But they have to be 100% accurate, set in the exact city that you had your relationship in, and involve people identical to those in your life, which means you'll never get another date again as soon as people figure out that you're writing about them. No fantasy books. No sci-fi books. Maybe some murder mysteries, but they'll have to be written either by actual private detectives or, you know, actual cop detectives coroners or someone like that or by murderers no horror fiction except for those written by those people who are completely deranged and monstrous and who do terrible things to people just for fun are you starting to see how crazy this idea gets now I get the whole idea of we should tell our stories. And yes, we should tell our stories. That's one of the reasons why most of the characters that I write about are queer in some way. They, most of them, fit, fit somewhere on the LGBTQIA spectrum somewhere because 
those are the characters I like writing about, and those are the people that I do enjoy writing about. But you know what? Granger is a person who was born and identified at birth as female, and I was not, so do I have a right to write about her? Granted, she's also in a fictitious universe, and I've never actually visited that universe because it's not possible to do it. So I guess I have no right writing to write about her or any of the other characters I write about. Now, I understand the sensitivities that go into this, because trust me, I am a fan of Star Trek, as I say often on this show. And nothing hurts me more than the episodes of Star Trek where they try to handle LGBT issues and fumble completely every time. Every time. From Riker and the non-binary world where, oh, she's just got to choose a gender because she's a she, but we're not talking about transgender issues. We're talking about same-sex relationships because we don't understand this difference between gender and sexuality. Yay. Oh, and let's not forget the Dax episode where, well, let's just make it a lesbian relationship, but it's not really a lesbian relationship because they used to be a man and a woman relationship like back in the day, but that was all in a past life and they're not really able to control it because the evil slugs that live in their bellies remember the old ways and want it to come back together because, yeah, that's just what a same-sex relationship is like. You know, we're all remembering our past lives when we were a cis, heterosexual couple. Yeah. Or even up to Discovery, where, look, we gave you a wonderful, loving, LGBT character. Oh, we're giving you two, and of course we're going to do the... We're going to bury your gaze very quickly, because we need a character to die, so of course the queer one's got to go, and which of the queer ones? You know, the queer one of color, of course, because why would we kill the white guy? You know, the straight-acting white guy. He's got to live, right? So yeah, Star Trek's never done this well. And it's just because they don't have the guts to actually write real LGBTQ characters. And that's a problem. And yes, it can be harmful, hurtful, and upsetting when we see media, you know, disrespect us the way it does. Like the 100. And almost every other show on TV. And then there are the people that don't come from various cultures and have problems with shows that may or may not reflect the way that you grew up or lived. Like, I love Pose, but Pose reminds me of the nightclubs and whatnot that I used to go to when in the 90s. Yeah, it's set in the 80s, but I recognize all of those characters. I've met all of those characters or versions of them in real life. So the show rings quite true to me, though it could always be better. Every show can be better. Very few things are perfect. But when we say that cisgendered authors can't write trans characters, or the worst one that I saw, oh, you can have them in your stories. They just can't be the main character. And a trans person said that. And that's just 
tragic to me because the wonderful thing about writing, the thing that makes writing wonderful and powerful and so important, especially to me, is that I get to extend my consciousness. I get to take the time to sit down and put myself in someone else's shoes. I get to think like someone who's not me and really stretch my mind into the possibilities of what would it be like to be this person living in in that time with that past and those character traits. It's an oddly liberating, almost meditative experience when you really get into it, especially when you find that sense of flow that lets you know everything that you need to know about them. And to say to any author, yes, you can do that, but not to this group of people, not to that group of people, and definitely not to us. That's limiting. Because yes, we need to tell our stories. We need to get our voices out there into the world. But we have to let well-written trans characters come about from wherever they want to rise. No matter whose mind it is, as long as they're well-written, as long as they're well-researched, as long as they're good characters, let them live. Give them wings. Let them fly. Why would we try to control this? Why would we want to shut down people who want to actively spend their time putting themselves into our heads, who are honestly and sincerely asking us questions about what it's like to be us. Because, yes, of course, it's not the only defining trait that we have. I have so many defining traits. But if you don't take my gender expression, my gender identity, my performance of gender into play, you are missing a big part of who I am, even though it is not exclusively all I am. The same thing is true about my sexuality. I may not need to get into all of the bugaboos about what I like and don't like here, there, and yonder, but it's important for you to know that I have a husband and I've been happily married for 21 years, going on 22 because that's a defining part of who I am and what makes me me. And if anybody wants to get into the head of an LGBTQ character and do justice to that character, as long as we're not being included for sake of the tropes, just to be a gangel in the story or so they can bury their gaze because they need a disposable character or somebody who suffers, let them write us. I don't know who could ever have the right to say who can and cannot write about any group of people. And that for me is where this really comes down and where this is problematic. Because yes, has it been done badly in the past? Oh, so many times, so many, many times. And I've had arguments with people over some of these depictions. 
Depending on who you talk to, Chu Wong Fu, thank you for everything, love Julie Newmar, is either a wonderful comedy or a terrible homophobic and transphobic depiction of our community. But let me tell you something, I know all of those characters. If it wasn't for someone much like Noxima Jackson, I probably wouldn't be here talking to you today. I know all of those characters, and yes, they're not really drag queens, they're more transgendered women, at least the way the story goes, but yes, it has its problems in adaptation. And yes, people should probably watch Priscilla Queen of the Desert because it's a much better original version. But I remember all of the gay people in the nightclub that I used to go to going to see that movie when it came out. We filled the theater and we hooted and we hollered and we called out because there was Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo playing us. I remember going with that same group of people to see The Birdcage, to see Robin Williams and Nathan Lane playing us. This is Robin Williams. He's a huge star. Here's Patrick Swayze and Wesley Snipes. They're huge stars and they're playing us. They're giving life to our characters. And it was magic. And it was magic, yes, because there wasn't a lot of representation back then. And yes, we're getting spoiled for it. But that's no reason to try to limit it. Like I said, as long as anybody is trying to do it in good faith, go for it. Have fun. Explore the characters that you're writing. Because if we don't let people write characters who aren't like themselves, fiction will get boring very quickly. And if you can tell that I'm a little bit animated about this, it's just... I, like I said, I understand putting the walls up. I have a little Larry Kramer on the inside of me. I really do. And he, he likes to come out every now and then, get on his soapbox, and start talking. I have been known to recite passages from the tragedy of today's gaze and other works by Larry. Because I think we don't recognize that we are a people and that we are more than just a community. That we are a people with a narrative and a history and a culture that was born out of suffering and oppression. That was born out of being pushed to the side and not accepted. And I've never been one of those people who looks for acceptance in the mainstream. The mainstream can do what it wants. Pop culture can do what it wants. I know the community that I belong to and I know the community that I'm going to live in. And that's all that matters to me. I know where my people are. But we can't say that those who aren't us can't tell our stories. That is a strange place to come from. It is an odd place to come from. For us to get better, for us to have any acceptance in mainstream society, people need to see characters like us. They need to know people like us. And when we are included in television shows, 
be it from Supergirl to The Flash to Arrow, any of the Arrowverse shows, be it Pose, going all the way back to Queerest Folk, those shows change people's minds because they see themselves in these characters. They see their friends in these characters and they realize that we're not different from them. We love, we have good days, bad days, heartbreak, all of it. It's all there. And those shows tell our stories. And to say that they can only tell our stories if we write them. Oh, oh my people, we have lost our way. Because while I do not crave mainstream acceptance, nor do I desire to have the seal of approval from any one group, I want my rights, and I want to be treated as a human being. And I will take the path that gets me there. And the best path that gets all of us there is to be open and honest about who we are as safely as possible and not curtailing the creativity of others who want to include us in their stories, who want to include us in their worlds. Because we are different. I know everybody wants to say that we're the same, and that's the big talking point from the generation that came immediately after me. We're all the same, but we're not. And that is what we need to get back to. That's what we need to celebrate, our differences, because it's our differences that make us stronger. When we come together with our different points of view and our different life experiences, we're able to find solutions to problems that we could never find if we were all trapped in a singular mindset or a singular point of view or perspective. Oh, my siblings, sisters, brothers, and every other word that you want me to call you, my cousins, my children, been saying that one a lot lately, haven't I? Don't take us away from their creative palette. Now, I'm not saying we shouldn't hold people accountable whenever we see people burying their gaze, or turning us into gangels, or making us into the tragic fodder for their stories. We're always suffering and drug addicted and all those wonderful things that they like to do to us. Yes, we can hold them to account. We can point out the tropes that need to be avoided, but we should be doing that with everything because some tropes are just tired. Some are racist. Some are sexist. Some are homophobic and some are transphobic. And those, all of those, need to go away. And that is where we need to spend our time and our activity, not policing people of goodwill who are just trying to include us in their world. Because we can't be upset that we're not included, that we're not there in stories that are being made by Hollywood, that are there in television, that are there in novels, 
If we at the same time and with the same breath say, ah, but if you are going to include us, you must have us write that character. Because yes, it's going to be more honest and open and much more insightful if we write it because we know our experience and we know our community. But we can't be included if we're not allowing others to write about us too. <sighs> that was more of a rant than I wanted it to be. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did and you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on. It really does help out a lot. If you have a dollar that you can spare, please, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to both my Patreon and the Community Support tab. The difference between the two is people on Patreon occasionally get stuff and I'm probably going to be redoing my Patreon soon, so if there's something that you would like to be a tier reward over there, let me know so I can include that in my refactoring of things. Okay? So, if you don't have any money, or you don't feel like giving right now, that's fine. But if you think you know somebody who might enjoy this show, do share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, first of all, in the show notes, you'll find a link to the Community Support tab. Um, whoop, I already said that one. To the Voice Message system. If you click that, you can leave me a voice message. Keep it short, keep it clean so I can use it on the show. Or you can hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'm C.E. Dorset on both. You can find links to everything that I do over at ProjectShadow.com. And yeah, I'm working on a lot of things right now. Hopefully you like what I'm working on. I really do love that you all listen and that you listen as often as you do and that you really wanted me to keep this show daily. But, you know, when it's a daily show, you get the rants because, well, sometimes I have things that I need to rant about. So until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.